0: Hi, I'm Susie, and I have pink hair. And I'm Alexis, and I'm wearing Crocs. Crocs in a hat covered in pins. And you're listening to Jawbreakers, the universe's best podcast. The
1: universe's best podcast.
0: Every episode, we look at celebrities and musicians to find fun little tidbits and conspiracies you won't see in magazines. We
1: follow snack food mascots like Mr. Peanut and the Keebler Elves to make
0: sure they're staying in their lane. And we do it all while eating candy and hitting jewels. And we do it all while eating candy. And hitting jewels. Jawbreakers. <laughs> no, it's fine. Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Jawbreakers. This is Susie and we are talking today about Adam Sandler. If you know either of us, you know that we're both completely ignorant to what Adam Sandler is, but there is an Adam Sandler cutout in our apartment for reasons that will not be explained on this podcast. If you'd like to... Support us financially. You're already supporting us by listening, but if you wanted to support us financially, you can hit up our Patreon. The lowest tier is only $2. You get early access to episodes. The highest tier is $13. You get uh, digital downloads, videos, and uh, bonus content. And then the $6 tier has bonus content, some digital downloads, but not as many. Um, Yeah, Uh, it's really... It's cool. We have quite a few people. We're supporting ourselves pretty well now. There are some fees that involve... Uh, making a podcast run correctly so that's helping us out a lot and we really appreciate the support even if you can't support financially so thanks for that. This episode is basically about movies that are produced by Lauren Michaels the creator of Saturday Night Live and Alexis and I trying to figure out what we like in a movie like that. Hope you like it.
1: Have you ever used those like, um. No. 24. Those like 24 hour streams on YouTube to like study to or go to sleep to? Um.
0: Yes, I have.
1: I use them around the holidays because they had like really cute like Christmas lo fi ones that are like from a coffee shop. And so we recently got a shower radio Mm -hmm. with Bluetooth and so I was. Listening to that in the shower, it was really nice. But then I've been listening to ones that are like you're camping and you're inside of a tent for twelve hours to go to sleep to. Yeah. And I <laughs> listened to one the other day, and it was really intense. Rain sound like scary. And the top, and it was like you you'll be sure to fall asleep within minutes of listening to this. And the top comment was like, whoa, they were right. My laptop was sitting on my leg and it fell asleep right away. Yeah. That was all. I've just been thinking about that for a couple <laughs> days.
0: <laughs> it was a full rainstorm. Yeah, it was scary. Thunder and everything. Yeah. Sounds not very comforting to be honest yeah. with you. And then
1: the other night I fell asleep to one that was like, oldies are playing in the other room.
0: yeah i used to listen to the study one a lot there's like a little raccoon like on a laptop Mm. chill hop oh Wi-Fi study beats cute you know what i know about apple music is i tried to put on study beats once from apple music and a lot of them had a lot of them had words like fully lyrical and i was like like, this is not good for studying too right So then I put on a sleep one to study to, and it was what I expected from study beats. So I don't know what you have to put on for sleeping with Apple Music. (laughs) I don't know if there's like a, your phone died and it's silent. Because I feel like Apple Music would interpret that as light music. Right. (laughs) Those are frustrating because there's such a plethora of YouTube study beats. Right. Take a cue.
1: Maybe they feel like... YouTube already has all of that. But then, what I don't like about some of the YouTube ones is when the ones that are live streamed, there's
0: a chat, a live chat on the side. I love the live chat. <laughs> YouTube live chat is like nothing I've ever seen. It's, it's, it feels like it's not in this era of internet.
1: Right, because like, I watch a lot of Twitch streams, uh-huh. and there's people from all over chatting, but something about, yeah, that's a good way to put it. It doesn't feel like it's this era.
0: It just, it ha- just has such a public chat forum. hmm with very little discretion on who's in there. <laughs> so those are fun to look at, but also sometimes I let it distract me when I'm trying to just go to sleep. That's, yeah, that's a good Kind of fun. Same with studying. Like, you click back over to that tab and then you're like, oh yeah, what are you talking about? You're watching a movie? <laughs> with this in
1: the background? <laughs> look at this suggested YouTube video. Look at it and then describe what the photo is.
0: Um, wow. Okay, so... (sighs) Who the fuck is in the middle? I think it's Danny. It's a split screen of Stevo, current Mm Stevo, with hair and everything, and Danny Trejo, who looks like he's recording on an Android, (laughs) and the headline is, Stevo and Danny Trejo talk about drug addiction. But they're just, like, Skyping each other. Right. I don't like it. Have you ever met Adam Sandler?
1: Real Adam Sandler? Yes. No, but we are both from Tucson, and his sister lives there, so I've heard stories.
0: He's not from Tucson.
1: I didn't say he was from Tucson. You just did. I met you and I.
0: Oh. (laughs) I was like, no, you're not. (laughs) We're not both from Tucson. Me and Adam <laughs> Us. <laughs> he definitely owns property in Tucson. Right? Yeah. His sister lives there. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: Yeah, I've heard stories about running
0: into him right. goes to
1: Chick fil A I hear.
0: Yeah, he's just in everyone's drive thru. And then everyone in Tucson has their snap stories like blowing up with Adam Sandler a few times a year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad he makes it over to the uh Dirty tea for every for Where is he from? One. New York, New York.
1: I should have guessed that. He got, He has a bit of an accent, like a New York accent. Okay, yeah. But, like, the way he speaks is so fucking goofy all the time that I... <laughs> Dude.
0: Okay, yeah, I mean, we might as well start there. Okay, well... Oh, it's... Uh, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead.
1: His birthday is September 9th, 1966, and my brain read it as, like, 90s. So I was like, that does not make sense.
0: That doesn't correct. That does not make sense. Okay. So Alexis and I were talking earlier, and Alexis said, name 10 Adam Sandlers, which I took to mean 10 Adam Sandler movies. (laughs) I don't actually know what you were asking. (laughs) For some reason, it wasn't 10 Adam Sandlers. You wanted me to name 10 Adam Sandlers, which I cannot do. (laughs) Turns out, we can hardly name 10 movies put together. Mm -hmm. And so we were... We both managed to describe one movie each. I was certain that there was a movie where he played a kid who goes back to third grade to, like, finish third grade or something like that. Right. And sure enough, that's Billy Madison. Which I thought was a... It sounded fake. It sounds really silly. It's a really silly premise. Uh, and then we were both... I think I can speak for both of us that we both felt kind of stupid that that's what Billy Madison's about, but we couldn't actually say what Billy... Like, if you had reversed the question, what's Billy Madison about, I couldn't have told you. Right. I just vaguely remember him sitting in a desk and falling in love with a teacher. (laughs) All right. So that is Billy Madison. 1995. Great flick. And then you were familiar with one Adam Sandler. I think we've both seen 50 First Dates, but I don't think those are like the Adam Sandler big... It's a movie people know, but those aren't the Adam Sandler right. movies. So
1: when, like, when I say I don't know anything or care about Adam Sandler, people say, like, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, and I'm like, uh, Fifty First Dates is fun.
0: <laughs> I saw <a> Click. <laughs> right, Click.
1: But I was able to describe Happy Gilmore. And how would you describe it before saying it? Uh, I said, I'm pretty sure there's golf. Mhm. He's golfing. I think you said he looks kind of silly. Yeah, no, he looks kind of silly. There's a caddy, and he falls in love on the golf course.
0: Right. And were you correct? Yes. That's what the movie is. That's literally what the whole movie was about. So, just to really bring it home, I mean, also, we figure we're not the only ones who have never really seen an Adam Sandler movie, so we would we decided to bring the knowledge to our listeners so we can tell you about two Adam Sandler movies that not a lot of people have seen.
1: Did you realize while we were watching this, while we were watching these two movies, that's the name of his production company? Billy Madison? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I did know that. No,
1: it's Happy Madison.
0: Oh my god, no, then I didn't know. Because
1: I was watching it, I was like, oh, I think the name of his production company was is Happy Gilmore. See, I thought it was
0: mine! <laughs> okay, yeah. So, I mean, those really are the two. Those yeah. are the big, big, big ones. Yeah. When did Happy Gilmore come out? 96. Okay, Billy Madison was 95. Yeah. And he was on SNL from 1990 to 1995. And then he broke out. Right, and did this.
1: Is Billy Madison an SNL sketch come to life?
0: Okay, so I really probably should have looked that up beforehand. I know that I recognized a couple of his SNL sketches in it. Mm -hmm. He has a lunch lady in it. I know he has a big lunch lady thing on SNL. And I think there there might have been a couple more. I am not, again, the biggest Sandler head, so I don't totally know. And this actually is just, like, very much not an era of SNL that I'm super familiar with. And I don't even feel Same. bad about that because I wasn't born. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, so the the thing is, like, I was exactly at the halfway point of the movie because I looked at the timestamp when I laughed for the first time. I didn't eat so much as smile the entire first half of the movie. And the whole time I was really trying to figure out what am I missing? Because I ha- I really like Master of Disguises movie I've seen more than any other. Dana Carvey's movies are all just like basically an SNL yes. skit come to life. And they're stupid. Right. And like one of my favorite movies as a high schooler is hot rod and Andy Sandberg's movies are SNL skits come to life. Right. And they're fucking stupid. Right. And I think it's hilarious. So I was like, am I just like like maybe it's just maybe it just worked better in nineteen ninety five. Right. It wasn't resonating with me.
1: I had a similar thought because I was like, okay, I know people who love this kind of humor who like think that this is fucking hilarious i and i would see parts i'd be like i was supposed to think that was funny i didn't but i know people who think that that's hilarious and i had a similar thing of like i love will ferrell i liked him on snl
0: i was gonna yeah will ferrell too
1: anchorman's one of my favorite movies like superstars one of my favorite i love night at the roxbury like i love i was gonna say night at the roxbury
0: those are snl skits
1: yeah Like, I don't know what it, like,
0: I don't know why this just doesn't do it. I, I, I was having a hard time. So, uh, you know, again, because most people haven't seen Billy Madison, I'm just going to give a, a plot synopsis, if that's all right. Yep. The actual premise is that there is a boy... Billy Madison, played by Andy... Or, Adam Sandler. Classic mistake. (laughs) Played by Adam Sandler, who is poised to take over his father's hotel company, the Madison Hotels. But everybody that his dad works with is like, yo, your son's pretty stupid. Like, basically him and his friends, one of his friends is Norm MacDonald, just spend all day being drunk and disorderly, like, out on the family property. And there's really no evidence that he would be able to run a hotel business and no reason why he should be handed it, other than that he's the bloodline. Right. So then there's another guy named Eric in the movie, and he is played by Bradley Whitford, who is the dad in Get Out. And oh, right. he also plays Jake Peralta, aka Andy Sandberg's dad, in Brooklyn Nine Nine. <sighs> So that guy, I was like, where do I fucking know this guy from? But he's a lot younger, because it's 1995. You weren't even born yet. Wasn't born. And, uh, yeah, so that guy wants to take over the company instead. And he is spending most of the movie trying to sabotage Adam Sandler's ability to take over the company. The deal Adam Sandler strikes with his dad is if he can do 1st through 12th grade, spending two weeks in each grade... And passing all of those grades, then he can take over the company. He, when he hits third grade, there's a a lot going on because he makes a few friends. He has third grader friends throughout the whole movie that he makes in the third grade classroom. And on top of that, he falls in love with the third grade teacher. So even as he's progressing through the middle school and eventually the high school, he's still coming back to the third grade to visit the teacher and to visit his friends. I think the friend part is, if you want my opinion, somehow not that weird. He manages, like, that manages to not be weird. What I don't love is the aspect of the teacher dealing with someone who is behaving at a third grade level in Adam Sandler's 30-year-old body and her being okay with, like, potentially hooking up with that person. Really don't like that. And... They do a Valentine's Day exchange, and all the little girls in the class are like, Billy, we love you, and I also don't love that. Mm-mm. There's nothing... I mean, him with the other adult woman, fine, but I kept getting lost on, like, so does this guy have the actual functioning capacity of a third grader, or is he an adult? Like, they just switch back and forth between those two things all the time, and it confused me and made it hard for me to, like, understand his interpersonal relationships. Right. Right because he randomly towards the end he does like actually start kind of behaving like an adult but he still uses the weird voice and you know like he's and it's like okay so is he just special needs like what's going on so i found that really hard to understand and it really threw me off for most of the movie at some point the plan gets sabotaged because eric wants to take over the company makes it seem like adam sandler bribed his way through elementary school and that's why he got passed and so now he's going to give up on the whole dream you know yeah. they get through that um what surprised me was that there was a lot of little tiny characters throughout the movie that all became relevant at the end Steve Buscemi is one of them Great. he is like an old friend of Billy Madison's that Billy calls up and like apologizes for being a dick in high school uh Chris Farley is a bus driver Bus driver comes in at the end and they all culminate into this moment where Billy Madison decides he's going to become a teacher and the company's going to go to this other guy who isn't evil. Oh, and there's also this thing with the principal uh, who, who like, was a wrestler or some shit. But they all come together and I didn't expect it to have that smart or coherent of an ending. (laughs) But I did laugh out loud. There's a scene where... Um, do you want to know the moments I left? because it yeah. was exactly twice yes. Uh, yes there's a scene where one of Adam Sandler's third grade friends pees himself and Billy Madison walks up to him and is like hey man what's going on like you got something going on he's like uh yeah I had an accident and then he pretends to he wets his pants with water to help the kid fit in and he's like oh the cool kids wet their pants but what got me was when the kid turns around. You already know he had an accident. Like, the way right. he's standing and everything. And he's like, I had an accident. He turns around. It's exactly what you expect. But for some reason, Adam Sandler goes, ah! <laughs> it just fucking got me. Because he was actually being discreet and nice for the first time in the movie. And then, and then- he just fucking lost it. Uh, yeah. And then the other time was... There's a guy who falls over some bleachers and there's these kids sitting in the crowd and they're like, did you see that guy's balls? They looked weird. And something about the timing of it made me laugh. was <laughs> <laughs> it? A C- oh. couple of really lowbrow jokes. <laughs> but yeah, first 43 minutes, not so much as a smile. Sorry, I was double checking the
1: cast and happy Gilmore. So would you rate it? Like if if someone was like... What is the best Adam Sandler movie?
0: Well, that's the thing. Like, what are we qualifying as best? Like, is it Adam Sandler being the best impression of Adam Sandler? If so, it might be this movie. Right. Is that that what it is? Is it... Because, like, again, like, I love Hot Rod. I love Night at the Roxbury. However, if someone were to be like, those are objectively good films, I'd say, no. No.
1: Right. That's a good way to put it.
0: They're just not. But I've never heard someone talk about those other like snl type movies to the caliber that people respect and revere billy madison have they just seen it enough to you know what people love Step Brothers this hard though
1: i was gonna say i was gonna say the will ferrell ones
0: they do anchorman's like one of the most that's true actually maybe i just chose the wrong ones to be to like a lot Because I just think Andy Samberg's the best. But also, I'm like, what is my blind devotion to Andy Samberg? How is it different than someone loving Adam Sandler?
1: I feel, from people I've talked to who are obsessed with Adam Sandler and, like, get mad at me that I'm not. They're like, he's just, like, a regular guy and he just has, like, a silly, goofy humor.
0: I mean, I feel like I just am missing context. Like, maybe he was the first guy doing a dumb voice on that kind of movie or something.
1: Right. I feel like it's the same voice every time he speaks. I feel like it's just his voice. It's the We're same. We're giving him too much
0: credit for being, like, a comedic genius when that's just the way he speaks. I will say, I think I watched an interview with Chappelle or somebody else of that caliber of comedian who was like, when Adam Sandler came on stage, it was the first time they heard someone doing what he was doing. And that's the only reason why I haven't I seen, give like, him. any
1: of his stand up. Yeah. I would be willing to accept if someone was like oh it's because like he did
0: this and it's because he's doing something so unique that like if you were to do an adam sandler impression people would know it was adam sandler true because he is do i mean it's absurd it's stupid and silly but it's adam sandler i feel like but it's adam sandler doing adam sandler
1: i feel like me personally i don't know about you like i i have a certain capacity (laughs) for like silliness (laughs) And you like, want to
0: bring it back down at some point?
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel, like, when I was younger, Will Ferrell was, like, all of it. But now, like, now he's only part of it. Like, I don't just watch a movie because Will Ferrell's in it anymore. You know? Sure. And I just feel like I could never make enough room for Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah. For me, personally. <laughs>
0: He just breaks my 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 silly tube. <laughs> it's just too much. It's just too much. I know that I saw Blades of Glory when it came out because Will Ferrell was in it.
1: Same. Same with when I when Step Brothers
0: came out. Yeah, but Blades of Glory also has the whole lineup of people that we would have been watching Amy Poehler and Will Arnett and all them. Yeah. Jenna, Fisher. Jenna Fisher, Sorry yeah. Sorry for skipping her. Thank
1: you. Yeah, that's yeah, it made sense.
0: Okay, and John Heater I skipped him, but I don't care about him. Sorry! Have you never... I've seen it. Don't ask me if I've seen Napoleon Dynamite. I've (laughs) seen it. I watched it too late. I was already out of high school the first time I saw it.
1: Oh, yeah. No, that sounds dumb.
0: (laughs) No, I was fully aware I watched it too late.
1: I'm pretty sure if I were to watch it today, I would still think it was funny, but that was because I saw it when I was, like, 12.
0: Right. No, I didn't see it until... Yeah, I I get it. (laughs) And I only watched it... Because I had to know.
1: Is that why you got offended the other day when I was asking if someone was Kip from Napoleon Dynamite?
0: First of all, that was today, and it was Steve Buscemi. (laughs) In a clip from Billy Madison. No, I was... uh, I wouldn't say I got offended. I got defensive because I couldn't picture Kip. So I couldn't even play along. (laughs) So, yes. To answer your question. It's like... Because, yeah, I don't have the Napoleon Dynamite reference.
1: Have you ever... Um, uh, like met someone our age who hasn't seen SpongeBob.
0: Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. They have no reference point whatsoever.
1: Yeah, and it's it's, a, it's like what do you do? What do you even talk
0: about? When we were trying to pull together some critical episodes of SpongeBob for a friend who had never seen it,
1: I forgot about that.
0: We discovered that all of the most quotable, memorable episodes are like in season one and two. Yeah, and it's every single one of them. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that we just probably saw those episodes rerun so many times
1: that they're just in our brain.
0: They're in the folds of our cerebellum. (laughs) Unshakable. Right. And maybe they aren't even funny. Right. Hmm. You know, but they're there. Right. So, and you can't learn it either. I don't think. I
1: don't think you can. I don't think you can watch SpongeBob for the first time today as a full grown adult.
0: Absolutely not,
1: and be and get it. No, so maybe because we didn't see Adam Sandler as a kid over and over and over and over again.
0: Right, maybe. Have you seen Coneheads? No. Coneheads is a nineteen ninety three American science fiction comedy from Paramount Pictures, produced by Lorne Michaels, starring Dan Aykroyd, Jane Curtin, and Michelle <laughs> Burke. And I'm pretty sure it was an SNL skit.
1: Yeah. I might have seen that. If I did, it was like once.
0: So I saw it within, I've seen it since uh, COVID-19 pandemic has struck. I'm pretty sure it auto-played on Tubi as all good movies do. Mm -hmm. And it is not good, but it was not, I didn't feel as out of place watching Coneheads as I did watching this Adam Sandler movie. (laughs) Like, at least I understood the structure of the jokes in Coneheads.
1: Right. But this was just like Adam Sandler gets mad about something and then screams and laughs.
0: Kind of. Again, there were, there was a handful of jokes, like three that culminated at the end and I was really surprised. And they're in fact complicated enough that it wouldn't be worth like describing to you. Right. So that's, that, that surprised me in a good way. I think it would have impressed me more if I was a child. (laughs) What was your impression of Happy Gilmore? So, have you seen Happy Gilmore? Uh, Probably not.
1: So, Happy Gilmore is the name of Adam Sandler's character. First name Happy, last name Gilmore. Perfect. Anyhow, so this kid named Happy Gilmore, uh, his dad and he were obsessed with hockey, and he wasn't very good at it. Hockey? Yeah. Okay. He's bad at skating. He's not a really good puck handler. But he has a gnarly shot. And so eventually his dad dies. He goes to live with his... When he's still a kid, he goes to live with his grandma. And he's still just obsessed with hockey. He grows up and like every year he like tries to do ho- hockey tryouts to be on pro. But never gets picked for like 10 years in a row. And he's doing jobs like construction and plumbing. And like when they make... When they like do a clip... When he's plumbing, his pants are, like, all the way down. You know, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And he's working construction, and he's playing this game with all the other guys where he has a nail gun, and he's, like, shooting the wood. Mm-hmm. And his boss gets hit with a nail. And he's like, "I had a pretty good shot, but he decided to get in the way. So they get into a fight. Oh, and he has, ever since his dad died, he has, like, really gnarly anger problems. It's like the tiniest little thing and he's going to beat somebody up. After he loses his job, he finds out his grandma hasn't paid her taxes her whole life. So the IRS is coming to get her and she owes $270,000. They're like repossessing everything and if he doesn't get the money within 90 days, they're selling her house. Which her late husband built with his bare hands
0: so they can't let it get sold
1: right oh the guys who are repossessing all of her stuff start like playing golf and he's like you guys come on get back to work i'm trying to go watch the hockey game and then they're like it turns into him hitting the golf ball and it goes 400 yards is really far and he keeps doing it and keeps doing it and they start betting him They're like no no you're a lucky shot bet again so he ends up getting like 40 bucks out of these guys because he just has such a long shot so he like starts going to the golf course he's just like crazy he could just hit the ball super far and someone sees him and the- he's like I'll be your coach also this man that is going to be his coach doesn't have a hand because an alligator bit it off when he tried to get a golf ball from him so he's missing all of his fingers oh my god But Adam Sandler's like, no, golf is for sissies, I'm a hockey player. And then he basically finds out if he joins this tournament, he can win a bunch of money. So he starts doing all these tournaments. He's really bad at putting, which is when you're really close to the golfing hole. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I think just the hole. (laughs) Uh, I think it's
0: the golfing hole, go on.
1: (laughs) He's really bad at it, just because he has such a strong arm. And also, okay, when when he hits this ball, it's impossible. I don't, I don't know, I don't watch a lot of golf, but I'm pretty sure this is physically impossible. (laughs) Like, like he's like, alright, 50 bucks says I can hit this over the highway. Then he does. You
0: know? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Seems impossible.
0: But it's clearly not.
1: Right. So, he makes like an enemy, everyone hates him because the crowd loves him, because he's like just shows up in a hockey jersey like he looks like an idiot he gets pissed when he messes up and it's like the most exciting thing that happened in golf
0: right because they're normally just like standing around and being professional
1: right he like hypes up the crowd he's like come on i can't hear you guys meanwhile all the other guys are like please be quiet
0: right quick side note very similar thing happening in uh what's the movie i watch billy madison billy madison it's all the suits that work at the hotel and then adam sandler
1: One of the, like, execs or whatever is trying to get him off of the tour, and there's this girl who's a publicist. She's like, no, 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 like, you're getting the best ratings you've ever gotten. Like, I'll take care of him. He's like, fine, but he's your responsibility. Obviously, they fall in love, as I guessed. And one of the guys, his oh, this guy who's trying to win the competition, because at the end you get a gold jacket, which made me think of, like, the five years thing.
0: Oh, on SNL, if you host five times, yeah, that thing five timer. So
1: it looks like that. Great. And so the guy, oh, the guy who is like his biggest enemy is named Shooter, and so Shooter starts hiring people. I think he hires Steve Buscemi to go and heckle him, and it pisses off Adam Sandler, and he fucks up. And oh, they Bob Barker comes out for the celebrity trials, and he's paired with Adam Sandler. But Steve Buscemi keeps calling him a jackass. But he, like, promised the publicist girl that he wasn't going to hit anybody. So he doesn't punch Steve Buscemi, but he does punch Bob Barker. And then there's, like, a five-minute fight scene between Bob Barker and Adam Sandler. And at one point, it looks like Bob Barker's dead,
0: but then he chokes out Adam Sandler. The overwrought scene... Uh, That's not the right word. The, like overdone scene Mm -hmm. is in every one of these types of SNL movies. Right. Every last one of them has one where it just goes on too long. Right. But, was it funny? No.
1: (laughs) So, oh, and also at this point, Adam Sandler's uh, grandma is in a nursing home until he can get her house back. And the guy who, like, runs the
0: nursing home, Ben Stiller. (laughs) Good. Uncredited in that movie, I heard. Is he? Yep. He wasn't big enough. Interesting.
1: As soon as Adam Sandler leaves, he's, like, a horrible person. He's, like, selling quilts in bulk to people and makes all the old people make the quilts. And he's like, great news, guys. Arts and crafts just got extended by four hours.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) It's
1: a terrible, terrible... Just abusing these old people. Classic Ben Stiller. Classic Ben Stiller. And then, like, every time she talks to Adam Sandler on the phone, he's, like, threatening her to not say anything. After Adam Sandler and Bob Barker get into a fist fight for five minutes, the guy in charge of the golf tournament's like, you're getting suspended and you owe us $20,000, and shooters piss, he's like, what do you mean suspended? He should be kicked off! And he's like, No! We kind of need you. You bring in a lot of people and a lot of ratings. Right. Adam Sandler's pissed. He goes home. I forget where he gets all this money. Oh! There's, at the beginning of the movie, there's like a kind of a running bit about Subway, where he's just eating Subway. And when he gets suspended from the golf tournament, he ends up doing an ad for Starbucks, or for Subway where he's just, like, makes a commercial for Subway. And then he gets the rest of the money for his grandma's house. So he goes to the grandma's house, but when he gets there, it's too late, and they're auctioning off his house, and guess who buys the house? Shooter. Who's Shooter again? Shooter's the guy in the golf tournament. That Bob, go- is it Bob Barker? No, 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 no. It's the guy that got Adam Sandler to get in a fight with Bob Barker. Right, okay. Is Bob Barker playing himself? Yes. Okay, go on. So, he buys the house. Adam Sandler says, okay, I'll go back into the tournament. If I win... The house is mine. If you win, I'll quit the tournament. And he goes back into the tournament. The guy without the hand who lost it to the alligator ends up helping him like train again. Oh, also at some point Adam Sandler found the same dino- um, alligator and he knows because it had one eye. So he killed that alligator, gave it to this man who's mentoring him. But when the man opens up, the thing he gets scared and he falls out a window and dies.
0: Was it funny? No way. You know what you reminded me of though? Uh in Billy Madison, the so after after the track gets derailed to get the hotel business with the you know, going through the grades or whatever <laughs> He confronts Eric, the guy who wants the hotel business, and he's like, "Hey, listen, you versus me. Whoever wins, we'll do an academic decathlon. One day only. We'll do ten subjects, and then whoever wins gets the company." Interesting. Very similar. Uh, Mm -hmm. We gotta just go head to head, cut the shit with all this actual big competition stuff. Also, not unlike you know, like dodgeball. Right. You know, just a it's a classic movie setup. They they're going head to head. They're, like, going back
1: and forth between, like, being tied and, like, being one up on each other. Shooter hires back Steve Buscemi to hit Adam Sandler with a car in the middle of a golf course. And, like, it's a Volkswagen just driving through this course, and they don't notice until one second Well he's, like, one foot away from Adam Sandler, and everyone's like, happy! But I don't know how the car got that far. But then he, like, hurt his shoulder, he keeps going in the tournament, he goes, He, like, starts to lose, but then eventually he gets back, and they're tied. They're head-to-head. It's the last hole. And Shooter is behind, but then he shoots his last shot, and basically Adam Sandler needs to get in this hole ASAP. (laughs) And these kids, the guy who's driving, Steve Buscemi, hits a tower right by the 18th hole, and these kids start climbing the tower to get a good view. And so after Shooter hits, sh- shoots his shot, they climb the tower and it falls right in between Adam Sandler's golf ball and the golfing hole. <clears throat> and he's like, oh man, now there's a tire in the way of my
0: hole. Or a tower in the way of my hole. I'm going to be honest, I'm not following this plot. Which part? The whole thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> so then he does a trick shot off of the Volkswagen to and the he makes it in the in the golfing hole I bet.
1: Yeah, it bounces off like 50 things in the tower and then he makes it in the golfing hole. And,
0: and then he wins. He, and he beats shooter. Okay, anything else? <laughs> no. <laughs> Good. That was the worst story I ever heard. No offense to you. You didn't write it. Uh do you want to hear the first paragraph of the plot of The Water Boy? Sure. Have you seen The Water Boy? Yes. You have? Yeah. Alright, well here's the first paragraph. Robert Bobby Boucher, Junior is a socially inept, stuttering and somewhat mentally challenged thirty one year old man serving as the water boy for University of Louisiana's football program. He lives with his overprotective and extremely religious mother, Helen, and believes his father, Robert Sr., died of dehydration in the Sahara while serving in the Peace Corps back in the 1960s. Right off the bat, we have somewhat mentally challenged man as a fish out of water at something that's way above his head, and he has dad problems. The thing is, I get why it might be funny, but if he did the same movie three times,
1: why is he doing
0: it? Well, just, like, what's so original about it at that point? Right. Maybe if he just, I don't know, maybe if he did, I mean, he's done other movies since. I'm, I, I don't even want to shit on him, but just, like, I don't really. I don't get why these movies are the big ones. Billy Madison was the one that he made, like, straight out of SNL, and it premiered at number one at the box office the weekend it came out.
1: Happy Gilmore got mixed reviews.
0: Well, this got, Billy Madison has mixed reviews. I think it was like, a 46% on <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. But I think people who love Adam Sandler rushed to the movie theater when it came out. Right. Maybe just Adam Sandler heads are loud.
1: I think they might be loud.
0: Maybe just people who really like Adam Sandler are loud people. Also, I mean, I guess it has been sitting around for, like, almost 30 years getting hype. <laughs> right. So if we could contextualize Adam Sandler to the present. If there was a movie that just was, like, somebody straight off SNL, and then all of the cameos were other SNL people right. of the current... I'd eat it up.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't get it in this context.
0: I guess what also surprises me, though, is that there are so many other movies that are, like...
1: Exactly the same.
0: Well, I was going to say that I like that are, like, Lorne oh. Michaels productions that are SNL, but they and I'm not in that context, and it's fine. Right. This plot relies on just Adam Sandler being there. Like, I don't <laughs> think these would be good movies if it was somebody else.
1: Yeah, I don't think anyone else could do it. Which isn't necessarily a compliment.
0: Right, it's because the movie is about, hey, watch Adam Sandler do a voice. Right. Maybe that's it. They just want to see Adam Sandler do a voice.
1: Do you think I would like Billy Madison?
0: If you like Happy Gilmore, you're going to love Billy Madison. (laughs) I can say that with ease. And if you learned something today, send us a DM. Do you think that, someone learned something from this? Yeah, because, I mean, not a lot of people have seen these movies. Uh,
1: that's true. So they're we, kind of underground.
0: Right, so we had to watch them. They're, like, indie. They're from the 90s. The 90s are in right now.
1: They are in. Actually, they're... Do you think... Go ahead. Do you think Olivia Rodrigo has seen these movies?
0: Oh, she should. Someone should message her right now.
1: Are you DMing her?
0: <laughs> uh, I'll just at her. Oh, she's following no one, so... No so one no one can, can
1: DM her? her. That's kind of fucked.
0: Uh, agreed. Uh, uh,
1: No, wait, she's an adult. At first, uh, maybe it's good. Yeah, no, she's fine. Uh, If you could ask Olivia Rodrigo... If you could see one movie with Olivia Rodrigo as friends, what movie would it be?
0: Do you have an answer?
1: I would probably watch... Minions two.
0: Mm, I was thinking Trolls World Tour.
1: <laughs> the same page.
0: Yeah. I mean, she's just a kid. She's just a kid. We're not gonna watch
1: this <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, we're not
0: gonna watch Chicken Run. Oh my gosh, I saw a a thread that was like people tag movies I need to watch. That no, it was tag movies that you that are your comfort movie. And some absolute psychopath said Chicken Run, and he watches it every time he's sad, because it's such a funny movie, and he included a gif of, like, them making part of the machine. But I was like, how- this is not a funny movie. No,
1: that's like, you can't see something behind their eyes.
0: (laughs) Right, they're really scary. And the plot is scary. It's really scary. It's bloody. It's Sweeney Todd. But I could not believe, and there were, nobody responded and was like, that's a weird choice. Everyone was like, I love Chicken Run.
1: What? Ew, gross.
0: My thought on that is maybe they were fully adults when it came out, and they've only seen it in the year 2000. That's the only way you could mistake that for a comforting movie. But this guy says he watches it all the time, so he's fucked.
1: Yeah, because he's watching Chicken Run all the time. Maybe that's why he's so sad.
0: (laughs) Maybe you wouldn't need a comfort movie (laughs) if you watch less Chicken Run.
1: Uh, do you think you can mark something off of your movie wall?
0: Oh! Maybe, uh... Billy Madison? Maybe, yeah, maybe it's on there. It is a classic. It's got all the classics on there. It's got Psycho. It's got Toy Story. Um, It's got E.T. on there. Mm-hmm. Do you think E.T. would be wet or dry? He's so clearly wet.
1: <laughs> like, what a stupid question. <laughs> Like there are no stupid questions, but that one's kind of d- like whoever <laughs> asked really that. The, the, they haven't even seen it,
0: right? He's good wet. for them. He's and so when wet. he gets sick, he looks all gross. He looks like you, he's covered you, in sawdust.
1: You know when he takes that blanket off, it is soaked. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he is sopping. <laughs> He has a snail trail everywhere he goes. You know that scene where they try to pick him up and he just slips right out of their hands? (laughs) And he slides down the sidewalk? Yeah. Disgusting. Who's wetter? Adam Sandler or E.T.?
1: Well, Adam Sandler was a water boy. That's true. Makes him pretty wet.
0: But, with that said...
1: E.T. E.T. is the wettest thing I've ever seen in my life. He is stopping. (laughs) He's like, it's crazy he's not just a liquid. But there's there's something underneath that (laughs) wet skin. It's a heart of gold. It's a heart of gold.
0: And a light up finger.
1: Covering wet. What even is it?
0: Extraterrestrial fluid. Ugh. I heard it described as, like, a dog's nose wetness. Uh, hmm. It's not sweat, it's like, um... I see. But he doesn't lick his whole body. In fact, his tongue might be short. Ew!
1: That is the last thing I want to think about is E.T.'s
0: tongue. (laughs) Would you rather think about E.T.'s tongue or a lion's tongue? A lion's tongue. Lion's tongues are scary.
1: They are scary. It's like he, the little cat's tongue, but bigger.
0: Mm, there are no images of E.T. with his tongue out.
1: <laughs> he Maybe he just is the tongue.
0: <laughs> he is an alien, so it's possible. Is E.T. his own tongue? Nope. Did someone say no? Yep, it says Who'd e. you ask not- <laughs> Cha-cha? <laughs> Jeeves? <laughs> um, let's see. Was there anything else I wanted to talk about? Oh, uh, I can't escape that story about Drake and the condom, can you? No. I have nothing to say about it. I was just wondering if you've been able to avoid it.
1: Uh, no, and then I thought everything was fine and people... It was done. Mm-hmm. And then I saw a tweet that was someone with, like, a jar of Tabasco and a pack of condoms at the grocery store.
0: Honestly. Right. I keep repeatedly being reminded. Right. Even though, like, I'll totally forget about it. The only reason I remembered it is because on the, like, 10th time of seeing it, I thought, wow, I should finally, I should say something on the podcast because it will not leave me alone. If something is actually comedic genius, it'll hold up over time.
1: I agree. Example?
0: I love Lucy. Funny or no?
1: Oh, that's a good one.
0: Um, it's a totally different context. We didn't grow up in it. Right. Still kind of get it.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I think it's funny. Uh, does Gen Z know about cow, More Cowbell? Huh. Also, do you think More Cowbell was funny?
0: Do you know what my first email address was for the bulk of my life?
1: Oh, I actually did know that.
0: It was morecowbell789 at com. Right. I thought More Cowbell was hilarious. Yeah. I don't know if it holds up, though. I watched it a couple years ago and I thought it was really funny.
1: I think Rachel Dratch's Debbie Downer is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life.
0: And that's a while ago at this point. And
1: every time I watch it, I think it's so
0: funny. I guess the slack that I want to cut Adam Sandler is that humor is so cultural Mm -hmm. and like American and British humor isn't the same we were just talking about this with like the changes they had to make to the office I guess to make it funny for Americans we don't think the same shit's funny right and like comedies don't usually have the same like worldwide success that like action movies have and stuff because it's it just doesn't translate even if you change the language it just doesn't translate so it's like if that's the case and so much of SNL brain for writing is, like, referential, so I wonder how many references we're missing. Right. But I would like to think that it would be something a little beyond Adam Sandler doing a voice. That's, I guess, my final take on that. What's the funniest movie you ever saw? Movie? Superstar
1: is still up there for one of the funniest movies I've ever seen, which is an SNL movie.
0: I think Hot Rod is the funniest movie I've ever seen. Just saying. I know a lot of people who, uh, Superbad. Mm-hmm. Which I get. Bad same year as Hot Rod. Crazy times. I didn't see Super Bad till I was in college. In college? And then I fell asleep through the middle.
1: Have you ever watched it all the way?
0: Mm. I've seen the beginning and the end. Is that the same thing? No. Then no.
1: Did you not like it? It was fine. You just had to go to sleep.
0: I needed to go to sleep, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was no reflection on the movie that I fell asleep. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to see if there's other just funny movies. There's not. There's only Hot Rod and Superstar.
1: Anchorman's up there for me.
0: What about uh, Space Chimps?
1: I'm going to say no for me.
0: Okay, I saw it. (laughs) How was it? Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. What about Space Chimps Two?
1: Mm, oh, I missed that one.
0: Mm. Oh, forgetting Sarah Marshall is really high up there for me too.
1: Oh, really? Yep. Not me. Uh, <laughs> sure. I get it. Oh, I just thought of the SpongeBob movie. Brilliant. Goofy Goober. I've never seen it. The SpongeBob movie? Yeah. You just said brilliant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just, just trying to be agreeable. Hmm. Did it work? No.
1: <laughs> it actually made things worse.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, I guess that's it for funny movies. The every other movie I'm thinking of that I'm like, "Wow, that's a great movie," is not funny. Like High School I think- Musical 2 is an absolutely amazing movie, mm. but it's not like for its comedy. Shrek. Sh- sh-
1: yeah, I kept thinking, I kept coming around to Toy Story, but then I don't I also think it's not
0: Right, it's, like, well-written, but it's not maybe the funniest thing Uh, ever. Shrek's pretty good.
1: Thoughts on Bridesmaids?
0: I've never seen it.
1: I felt like either you hated it or you had never seen it.
0: Never seen it. Thoughts on uh, Mean Girls, written by Tina Fey? Never seen it. Would you watch it if you knew it was written by Tina Fey? I knew it was written by Tina Fey. I've, um, I was, like forced to watch it, because I had never seen it, and I was so mad that I was forced to watch it that I intentionally ignored it the whole time it was on.
1: I was mad that everyone around me- I think I wasn't allowed to see it when it first came out. Fair enough. Because I was- I was a child, and it's about mean girls. Right. But I was, like, annoyed that everyone around me had seen it and, like, made references that I was like, fuck this movie, I bet it's not even funny. That's exactly
0: where I was at. Yeah. It's that- uh, mean girls and Step Brothers and anchorman for me all fall into the same exact camp of you quoted it too much in front of me mm-hmm. and now every line is wasted interesting you have said every line i have barely seen mean girls and why do i know every line right yeah same i
1: get i get mean girl references
0: because they like you all ran it too far into the ground and now i won't ever watch it and enjoy it and that's everyone else's fault do you know i feel
1: like bridesmaids kind of did that and if you didn't watch it, I would understand feeling the same way.
0: At least I don't know, like, on Wednesdays we wear pink. Like, I don't know a Bridesmaids reference like that off the top of my head. I'm sure I've probably heard it and yeah, missed that it was just, Bridesmaids, yeah. but at least I don't know it's Bridesmaids. Mm. It's like Step Brothers. I've actually legitimately never seen Step Brothers, and like, I know the thing about the bunk bed collapsing. Mm. Watching cops. <sighs> yeah, like, I just... Oh, I get that. The movies related to Mean Girls on Google are some of my favorites. Freaky Friday is great. Great movie. Uh, Easy A, Heathers.
1: Great movies.
0: 10 Things I Hate About You. Great movie. <laughs> Thoughts on Wayne's World? I
1: really wanted to love Wayne's World. There were just so many references to it. Another SNL sketch. Haley Williams from Paramore dressed as them for Halloween like all the time. And I wanted to love it, like it so badly, I didn't. Uh, but I did go to a festival. You were there.
0: Called okay. Clusterfuck. It's called Clusterfest, yes. Mm. I, I guess, depends who you ask, my bad.
1: <laughs> I don't remember if you saw this with me, but I watched like the girls from Broad City do like a whole read-through of it, and that was really fun. I enjoyed them doing Wayne's World a lot.
0: I feel like they would do a good job. Yeah. Uh it doesn't do much for me. Mm. I but
1: just I don't know.
0: Also Mike Myers just doesn't do anything for me.
1: Mm, agreed. I think he's in the same like I think anyone who loves Mike
0: Myers loves Adam Sandler. Right. I don't get it. I don't get Austin Powers before we fuck Mary Kill. Okay this is mostly a message for patrons but if you're interested in this content then you can become a patron and see it with this episode i will upload the uh the map we made for next week's episode we did a lot of research Mm -hmm. and we've put together a sort of charlie uh always sunny in philadelphia crazy person wall map of our thoughts Mm -hmm. so i'll post a picture of that and um yeah we've got a pretty cool like thing going on in our studio these days. We have a map of all the places that people listen. Mm-hmm. We've got some fan mail that and true. uh yeah, we've got a calendar of what's up next and a lot of that information is available to patrons. So if you want to become a patron, it's easy to do. Lowest tier is $2. Highest tier is 13. There's also a nice comfortable $6 one. Feel free to do it. It helps us out. Agreed. There's no Adam Sandler content. There's... This
1: this is the most Adam Sandler content you're gonna get.
0: It's right here. And I don't even think we'll ever reference him again.
1: Yeah, I think I already kind of forgot what he looks like. But boy, will I always remember what he sounds like.
0: It (laughs) sounds... Can you do
1: an impression? Yeah. Alright, yeah, mine (laughs) Yeah, I'm happy! My my name's Happy. Uh, <laughs> hey, you 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 remember my friend Steve Buscemi? You know, hey, this just Ben Stiller. But you, he, nobody knows that yet.
0: When I close my eyes, I just see Adam Sandler. It's <laughs> like he's in the room.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll go, we'll we'll go down to Tucson, Arizona. Yeah, my I, my sister's there. She she got a place there.
0: I think I'm losing it. <laughs> Uh, uh, you sound like Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ray Romano. Um, yeah. So, fuck Mary Kill, Happy Gilmore, The Water Boy, and Billy Madison. <laughs>
1: I watched The Water Boy on Lifetime one time. That's the only reason I've seen. It. That checks out. Happy Madison, no, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, and Water Boy. Uh I'm going to kill Billy Madison. Something about it is gross to me. Sure. I think it's because I'm just picturing Drake Bell sitting in Timmy Turner's classroom.
0: And it's unsettling. Right. I mean, it's an adult in an elementary classroom. It doesn't matter how much context you bring. It feels weird.
1: feels gross. I don't remember hating Waterboy. I don't know what to do with Waterboy.
0: Who do you want to marry?
1: I don't None of them.
0: You don't want to marry Happy?
1: No, no he seems toxic. <laughs> Just beat up Bob Barker, but then Bob Barker beat him.
0: <laughs> Bob Barker won that fight. You know the, that fight got an MTV Movie Award for Best Fight? I believe that. I can also
1: picture them accepting the award and getting into a fight on stage. <laughs> Is that what
0: happened? I don't know, probably.
1: I'm going to marry Happy Gilmore and kill Madison and fuck Waterboy. No one cool is even going to be there at a pool party.
0: I guess... (laughs) I think Adam Sandler knows some cool people. That's true. I hate to admit it, but... Will
1: Ferrell will be there. Chris Walken will be there. Yeah, um, Drew Barrymore will be there.
0: And uh, uh,
1: Rachel from Friends will be there.
0: Chris Buscemi.
1: Chris Buscemi <laughs> will be
0: there. Steve Buscemi.
1: <laughs> yeah, he'll have some friends.
0: He has friends. I want a divorce. <laughs> <laughs>